Today's guest is writer Poppy Woods. Poppy is a writer of all the things. She has always enjoyed reading multiple genres with diverse couplings, so that's what she writes. Polyfic and Reverse Harem are her go-to, but she also writes MF and FF. When Poppy isn't arguing with fictional characters, she can be found chasing her four-year-old around their Georgia home. On the off chance that she isn't writing or momming, Poppy is usually reading. If you catch a Poppy in the wild, just remember, cocktails and chocolate are a valid form of bribery. Poppy, what made you want to live a more creative life? I've always been like a really big reader. Ever since I was a child, I started reading early. My grandma taught me to read little books when I was like three, like it was ridiculous. And then as I got older, I just, you know, grew and grew and grew. And I'd read these stories and I'd be like, well, I would do it this way. Not that there was anything wrong with the way it was written, but like my imagination would just go out of control. I would live in these worlds and I would start building them the way that I wanted them to be. And then when I started reading Reverse Harem and started getting to know other authors, I realized this is something I could actually maybe do. And so I did it. And now here we are. <laughs> it is funny how many of us, I think, started off as voracious readers and then just wanted more. Yeah, absolutely. It, I don't know. It's like your, your imagination just can't be controlled. Do you plan your projects in detail or go with the flow? And why did you make that your process? So that has changed, and it is Kendra's fault. Uh, Kendra Marino, my co-author. I used to be a complete pantser. Like, I would just open up my laptop and write, and whatever happened, happened. And then when I started doing co-writes, when we wrote Headcase, you know, we had to obviously outline that so that the chapter switching would make sense in the end. And I just saw how easy it was. And it was just very efficient, because the way that I outline is basically a very, very, very skimpy rough draft because I'll put like chapter one and then the bare bones of what happens in it and then chapter two and so on and so on. So that's my process now. And it, it really works for me. Like it really does because I can write faster. I feel like I know exactly where the story is at now. And I can tell a difference in quality between like my older work that was pants and then like my newer work that I've outlined. I can see where the plot threads, you know, are more carefully placed. And I like that. It is nice having that safety net and not having to go back to add, like, oh, right, I just remembered the person that I forgot about six chapters ago. You know, that still happens with the outline. <laughs> I don't know how. Do you have another job? And what are the pluses and minuses about that? I moved back to Georgia from Alabama uh, last spring. And when I did that, I quit my day job. And so far, I've been scraping by with just being an author. So I'm hoping I can turn that into more of a, a monetarily game-focused career soon. But, you know, we're, we're getting by. I don't know. I, I think I definitely prefer being able to just focus on my craft because I really like writing. I love giving readers worlds to, to dive into and get lost into. Like, I like getting lost in worlds. And I get to spend more time with my son as well. And I have more freedom with my schedule, like with my partners. It's not, oh, I get off at work at seven. It's, as long as I know my chapters, we can do whatever we want to do. What is something no one else knows about you that you wish other people knew and appreciated? Well, I'm Romani. And I feel like, because I don't look Romani, I'm very white, very pale. <laughs> but yeah, so like not a lot of people know that I'm Romani. And 
they'll say things that aren't meant to be offensive or there'll be books and things that contain things that aren't meant to be offensive but they sort of are and I just I wish people knew more that I was Romani but I don't look it and my name is not very Romani so I get it I kind of wish people just wouldn't say things but that's apparently not going to happen anytime soon well, it's an education thing, like, because the thing with Romani-related things is a lot of people don't know that those things are offensive because it's such a small culture, and then it's a very Europe-centric issue, so when you, you bring it here to America, people just don't know. Like, they think the word gypsy is equivalent to bohemian, and that's how they use it, and so you know, they just don't know. Well, hopefully, in time, people will get that sorted out because, yeah, it's pretty awful. It can be. <laughs> What are your favorite inspiration prompts, productivity tools, or creative routines? So routine is, <laughs> and it's super silly, but I have to do it. I don't know why, but I will sit at my laptop, I'll open it, I'll open it to whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing, and then I have to vape until it's time to charge my vape, which is like 10 minutes of vaping usually at that point, so I have to sit there and vape and just like not think about anything. Maybe I scroll through Facebook or maybe I just stare at the screen. But like that 10, 15 minutes of just zoning out, I can't write without it. I don't know why. As far as like actually being productive and what, what prompts my creativity, art does a lot, whether it's poetry, because I've written a lot of books based on poetry, or just actual art, pictures, graphics. It, my Pinterest is out of control. It's ridiculous, but it, it's very inspirational. Mine and Kendra's series, The Blooming Court's About the Fae, it's a high fantasy reverse harem, that has a Pinterest board with like 700 pens on it. What three things do you wish you had known earlier in your creative journey? I wish years ago, when I was like 14 and first started really writing, I wish someone had told me then to not try and edit your work until you write the end, because that led to me deleting so many stories, good stories, stories that I'm probably going to rewrite right now at some point, but they were good. And I just, I tried to edit them and got discouraged. This isn't good. This is, you know, riddled with grammatical errors and it's just a mess or this is trite or like I told myself all kinds of things I shouldn't have. And that could have been avoided if I would have just wrote through it because then by then, you know, you have 50,000, 60,000 words, you're not going to delete that, or at least you're less likely to delete it. My biggest thing that I would tell myself if I could go back in time would be just don't stop writing until it's done (laughs) before you judge it. What is the latest tool or resource you've discovered? The latest one would probably be book funnel promotions. I've been doing a few of those, whether it's putting my book up for free for readers and newsletters or just doing a landing page. Like right now, there's a lot of free books out and people seem to be forgetting that they have Kindle Unlimited and that authors, you know, we we could use those page reads right now while we're giving out all these free books. So I have a sales landing page one that I've joined and, you know, they just, it directs them to Amazon, but it's like a list that people are sending out in the newsletter for books that are on Kindle Unlimited. And things like that are invaluable. Honestly, newsletters are invaluable in general, but Book Funnel integrates really well with them. What project or message do you want to tell listeners about today? Hmm, I have so many. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm going to go with The Blooming Courts by me and Kendra Marino. It's a five-book high fantasy reverse harem series with a very large harem. Our main character is Isla. You get a book from her every month, the last Tuesday of the month. Resurrect came out last month and Sprout's coming out on the 31st. But you get a book a month until all five books are out. 
it's high fantasy. It's based on, there's a, it's not a real disease, but it's a very common trope in Asian art called Hanasaki or Hanasaki, where unrequited love leads to flowers blooming in your chest and, you know, you cough up petals and things like that. That art inspired this entire series, but it's fairies, it's fae-based, uh, they live in Tuatha. It's, it's an amazing series, honestly. There's so much world building. The reviews have been amazing. And I just wish that everyone listening would go take a look at it. Honestly, it's, it's pretty dope. And if you're a fan of completed series, no problem. Like I said, it's every month the book is coming out. Those are locked into pre-orders. They're not going anywhere. We're writing around the clock, editing around the clock. These things are amazing. I just read them, love them, leave a review. I will make sure to put a link into the show notes. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on today. You've been listening to Pants On or Off all about creators and the creative process. If you'd like to suggest a guest for a future show, please drop by ellenwynbooks.com forward slash guests. Now, go out there and make something fantastic. <laughs>